Well, hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am Bill, along with Fro. Hi. And today we're going to talk about the right episode. <laughs> even when I, I tried, even when I tried uh, before we recorded to get you to say a wrong episode. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, for those who are new, uh, what we've or what we're doing is we're reviewing every single episode of South Park ever done. And um, this is obviously the third one, third episode. And uh, now before, and we're start, obviously we started with season one because it's only the third episode. But anyway, um, before we get into it, and of course later on we'll uh, Fro will pick his character to talk about. Yep. I wanted to share some very good news with Fro and to all of you. Um, I did mention this on another podcast, uh, that I do, uh, that wrestling show. I mentioned it last night, but for those who didn't hear this, our show is a hit. Yay! We have a hit on our hands because, and I have this in front of me, according to Podbean, um, which is where I put up the show to get it to go to iTunes and all that within the last 30 days, the first two episodes of our new show are number two and number three in the 10 most downloaded episodes in the last 30 days. Whoa. <laughs> now I, I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, Oh, it's like, Triple digits. No, it's double digits, but it's still a big deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, weight gain 4,000 is number two, and Cartman gets an anal probe is number three. Now, there's another interesting fact to bring up. The last three months, episode two of Shark's Pond is the 10th most downloaded episode on my Podbean channel. So, I think we're doing something right here. <laughs> I blame it all on you. Everybody does. <laughs> yep. If we have some little seed of success, it's uh, Bill's fault. Yep, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna create a big ego, and it's gonna go straight to my head. Uh-huh. I'm gonna become a prick and uh, become. Maybe. <laughs> Ooh, become. But, but no, um, but you, it's, oh, go ahead. No, I was, uh, as, uh, I was, uh, uh, trying to say that you're already a prick. I know, I really am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you. Yeah. Hi, oh, my mom says hi. Hi. See, see, I'm nice. I let, I let. Rosie, out of my mom. But um, no, but you know what? In all seriousness, though, I I think we do think we should we owe thanks to you guys, the listeners. Oh yeah. To make this such an instant success, and hopefully, 
more will you know more listeners will come more you know episodes will get to do this and at some point we will get to do the south park movie because of you guys even though we had already decided that we were we're <laughs> gonna do it now for sure oh yes now we have to do it yeah pretty much pretty much all right so today I think we're reviewing Volcano. I'm not... <laughs> I'm 100% sure that we are. <laughs> yeah, we are reviewing today's episode, Volcano. And it's sort of a little... It's a little bit near and dear to my heart, okay. as I'll explain throughout the episode. Um, but we will get to talk about, you know, all the fun stuff that happens, so... Um, without any further ado, let's get into today's episode that we are going to review, episode three that aired on August 27th, 1997, Volcano. So we start the show off with Cartman and his mom waiting outside the house as Cartman is about to go on a camping trip, a hunting trip with Stan, Kyle, Kenny, and Jimbo, who we find out is Stan's uncle, and his war friend, Ned. And Mrs. Cartman, being the mom that she is, um, you know, he makes sure that that her little boy is already all prepared. And when they pull up, when they pull him up, she's like, make sure you don't wipe your little butt with poison ivy. It'll get you the rashes. And she just keeps making these comments, and Cartman's getting pissed off, and he's like, Drive, damn it! Mm-hmm. So then uh, the boys make fun of Cartman in the car on the way up, and they get into... Well, Kenny and Cartman get into a fight a little bit. And then Jimbo tells them the three rules of hunting, which... Um, I'm not sure if they actually are the three rules of hunting because my family uh, is a is a hunting family. Right. So the three rules are rule number one, always have the safety on your gun. Number two, don't shoot at any human life, you know, anything that looks human. Mm-hmm. And number three, always have a can of beer with you. Yeah. It's the third rule there I have a problem with. The, 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 the two firsts are really clever. The yeah. third one is kind of... Uh... And then Stan goes, we can't drink beer. And, you know, Jimbo's upset. And he's like, what do you mean you can't drink beer? And it, it's just, you know, funny because they're eight years old. <laughs> So then they go up into the woods after a <clears throat> long drive. It didn't look that long. But... <laughs> it looked like two seconds. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. Uh, so they get out of, the, out of the car, and they each get a gun. And Cartman starts having flashbacks of Nam, which is just funny. And Ned's like, what branch were you in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, 
they see the first animal that they see is a bear. I I thought it was like a little cub myself. I yeah. thought. Yeah. Mm, excuse me. But it's a bear. So Jimbo's like, look at that. It's the beauty of nature. <laughs> you know? And then all of a sudden, he's coming right for us! And kills the bear. So he then explains to the boys that because of the Democrats putting in new laws, they can only shoot the animals if they think that the animals are becoming threatening to them. Yeah. So then we get another animal, and... You know, they say, oh, look at that. It's coming right for us! <laughs> but they, they yeah. say that about every animal. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, like like I said, um, my family does a lot of hunting. I don't. It's not because I'm anti-hunting. It's just I don't feel like killing an animal. Right. Um, but I, I, I'm pretty sure... And if my dad was here, I'm pretty sure he would confirm this, that the it's coming right for us rule does not go into any effect whatsoever. Right. So you guys don't have to worry about that. Uh, so then here comes a little bunny rabbit. And Fro, or not Fro, um, Stan, I, I was going to call him Fro. Stan. <laughs> See the similar similarance between me and Cartman? I'm not sure I can see me and Stan. <laughs> so Jimbo leaves the rabbit to Stan to shoot. So, you know, Stan's there. He's got the gun ready. It's coming right for us. It's coming right for us. Stan never pulls the trigger. And Jimbo's like, why didn't you shoot it? Because I don't want to kill the bunny. You don't want to kill the bunny! And, well, yeah, I can sort of understand uh, Stan's point. It's a defenseless bunny. But there are people here in America that do eat rabbit, Fro. Oh, yeah. And uh, I would eat rabbit as well. I've never had it. Oh, yeah. I I have actually eaten it. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But, but like they say, uh, for everything that's uh, uh, not uh, like cow, it tastes like chicken. <laughs> Actually, I was telling somebody uh, at work uh, today, and I know we're going off topic, but this will only take a brief minute, sure. that um, I ate a cicada once in high school. A what? A cicada. It's a, it's a bug, and... It, it's a weird thing because they come out like every 17 years to breed and you know create new cicadas. They're they're, they're like crickets, but they're okay. different. Okay. So the, this one teacher one day she comes into our room and she has a plate of cicadas. They're cooked, and she asks if anyone wants to take a taste of cicadas. And I was like, sure, I'll take a taste. So I pick I pick one up, I ate it, it tasted like a potato chip. Right. Mm-hmm. Cicadas, they're healthy for you. I, I, I have no problem eating animals. Like, I've, I've eaten a snake, I've eaten a snail, I've eaten 
crocodile. Mm. Yeah. That might taste good. Yeah, I have no problem eating animals. I don't like killing animals, but I would eat them. I think we're on the same level on that. (laughs) Like, I I enjoy that everybody else hunts. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, so we go to uh, Randy's job, Stan's dad. Now, this is the first time that we've seen any of the parents at their job. Now, Randy is a geologist, and all he does is he makes sure that, you know, no earthquakes happen or anything. So he just sits at the desk watching the needle go by, and it's doing nothing. And then all of a sudden we get a shake, and Randy goes to the phone, and he's talking to somebody. And he's like, uh, yeah, you know that needle thing? Uh... (laughs) It just moved back and forth. Uh-huh. 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 Thank you. And I love that part. That yeah. is so good. Yeah. Um, and Planting then, down is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Randy gets scared because, okay, this volcano is starting to erupt. So we then cut to the office of the mayor and chef is there and i wonder if you caught this and i and and i like i thought i had heard like i was like wait a minute did he just so i want to see if you caught this okay when the scene begins chef says well mr mayor well mr mayor okay the mayor is a female yeah no, I didn't. So, oh. so I don't know if it was like a typo or if the mayor was actually supposed to be a guy or not. So Yeah, maybe. And I'm not going to hold it against him. No. So so Chef talks about, you know, why you getting rid of Salisbury Steak Tuesday. Yeah. And, you know, it's because of the budget, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, one of the mayor's employees buzzes the mayor and says that the uh, local geologist is in to see her. And she's like, oh, I already had my hair done. (laughs) Oh, that's a a gynecologist. Yes. So so uh, so then Randy comes in and he shows the chart of how bad it's gotten. And. You know, they're both shocked, the sh- uh, chef and the mayor. And, she, you know, she gets on her intercom, and she's like, "Get, give me the geologist, uh, or geometrist, you mean geologist. You are fired, don't you correct me. Oh, well, thank you. It's been very nice working for you. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, she sees this as an opportunity. Well, then chef mentions to her that the boys are up there in the woods and then she calls for her secretary and it's like no this is johnson you just fired the other guy and 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 she's like get on the phone give me inside edition rescue 911 entertainment tonight and i like and i was like rescue 911 that is a way 
um, that is a very odd reference, especially in '97. Yeah. Um, did you ever did you ever see that show? No, but uh, I've heard about it. Okay. All right. You you just saved me time explaining it to you. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So then we're um, up in the woods. It's nighttime, and they're sitting around the campfire. And they got hot dogs, they got it on their stick, and they're trying to burn it. Well, it's not going well for Carmen, who's got three hot dogs on this one stick with three branches. So uh, Jimbo asks for his gin, and you know Ned tosses it to him. And then all of a sudden, there's a small like fire burst, and Ned is on fire. And he, you know. Jimbo's laughing and he's like, Drive, stop driving the road, dude! And, you know, he's like, I'm in pain. This is terrible. Uh, he, here's one of my questions. How many mm-hmm. percent uh, alcohol does gin contain? Is it enough to be flammable? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Because I, I, I thought that gin was like 40%. Or something. I I'm not that big into information of alcohol, so okay. I couldn't tell you right right away. Yeah, you just drink it. Mm-hmm. You uh-huh. just drink it. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, so, I, I have no clue. I, I but I, I was uh, I was thinking this can't be right. I'll I'll ask somebody who knows a bit about gin and yeah. get back. Thank you. Mom. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, right. <laughs> no, no, my mom, my, my mom was never, you know, a heavy drinker, so. No, no, but, I'm, um, I'm, so then, I'm you know, jokes. no, I know, I know you're playing. So Jimbo offers the boys again an alcoholic beverage, and the boys keep telling them, "We can't have this." So then Kenny, who is sitting next to a gas can, starts drinking the gasoline. Yeah. Jimbo's like, you are the sickest bastard I've ever seen in my life. And then it's just funny. And then um, we get back to the town and they, you know, gather the people around to get ready. And the mayor does, you know, like she first does this regular plea. And then, and then she's like, oh, wait a minute, I can do this again. And this is all live, by the way. And then she starts over again, and she does a more depressing plea, you know, like, please help them, we gotta save the children. And then Jimbo um, tells the boys a war story. And, um, you know, the boys weren't scared except for Cartman at the end. And then Cartman has a story of his own, and he asks them if you've ever heard the legend of Scuzzlebutt. And they're like, it's not real. And he's like, yes, it is. And Scuzzle, and he explains what Scuzzlebutt is. Scuzzlebutt is a creature that lives in the woods, and he, and he, and he's deformed a little bit. Yes. He doesn't. He has one hand that's not there, and instead is replaced by a celery stick. And then one of his legs is missing. 
And to replace the leg is Patrick Duffy. And then one of the boys is like, Patrick Duffy? That's not scary. To which Cartman goes, have you ever watched Step by Step? (laughs) I like that joke. That was a great line. I love that that joke. And then uh, he says that, you know, Scuzzlebutt makes wicker baskets. And the boys just make fun of him and Cartman gets mad and he leaves. And then Jimbo asks Ned to get his cancer kazoo and sing a song. And he and Jimbo gets a guitar. And then we get Kumbaya. And he goes, Kumbaya, oh. my lord. Kumbaya. And then you wait a couple seconds. Someone sing, my lord. Kumbaya. And Jimbo's just crying. Yeah. And it's just so is so good. I really enjoyed that as well. I, I, yeah. I, oh, so funny. That was really good. So then uh, we get to the next morning. Stan wakes up and he notices that Jimbo isn't there at the camp. Uh, neither is Cartman. So he asks Kenny, or not Kenny, uh, Kyle, where Jimbo is. And he's like, oh, Jimbo took Kenny fishing. And Stan gets sad because, you know, he wanted to go fishing. He wanted to spend time with Jimbo. Mm-hmm. So then we go to the, the lake and they have these grenades. And they throw the grenades in one at a time to kill these fish. And then, um, then they, you know, Stan and Kyle get over and they're like, Cartman's missing. And they're like, is he the fat one? Yes! <laughs> and, and then they launch this rocket into the river or the lake, and all the fish in there blow up completely. They kill them all. I love that. And then Jimbo's like, You know, Kenny, I'm going to make you my honorary nephew. <laughs> Poor. Poor, poor, poor Stan. And then uh, we come back to the city, and they're getting a little bit more preparation. They're getting a little bit more news. And and Randy tells them that they should make a ditch. Because if you make the ditch, the volcano and the lava won't go into the town. So, you know, that's one way of them, you know, getting the town safe. And then we get this video that Officer Bar Brady shows some of the citizens. And it's about volcanoes, how to get ready. So they do this video and the the girl tells everyone to duck and cover. Oh, it's so extremely funny because uh, <laughs> I remember that from, like, old, like, uh, atomic bomb videos. Mm-hmm. And that was actually a real thing, was yeah. the duck and cover thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I know my parents told me, you know, when they were growing up, they would practice that, and, and it would be under yeah. the desk. Under the desk, case, yeah. Yeah, in case it was a nuclear bomb. Yeah. So, the because family that would ha- really help you. You know, you know how realistic that is. 
just oh watched, I know uh, yeah just watched uh, last uh, Indiana Jones there <laughs> there <laughs> there you get saved from atomic blast by hiding inside in a refrigerator so mm -hmm. huh? So then they show these two kids on bikes. They're out in the street, and they do the ducket cover, and the volcano goes over them. And then Officer Barberty asks any questions, and Chef is like, "That has got to be the stupidest video I have ever seen in my life." <laughs> it's just, oh, it's just funny. Oh. So then, um, then they see, uh, well, we're back in the woods. And they see Scuzzlebutt. And, and it, but it's Cartman. Ah. Oh. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I am Scuzzlebutt. And they're like, oh, it's a real Scuzzlebutt. Yeah. So, um, at first, Jimbo wants Kenny to try and kill him. But Stan says, no, I'm going to take this one. So Kenny, or, or Stan, starts trying to shoot at Cartman. And Carmen gets scared, and he starts running away. And he's trying to take the, the hood off over him, but he can't do it. So they keep chasing him, and they keep climbing the mountain. And then finally, you know, when they get close, they discover that, oh, Stan can't kill it. But then Carmen takes it off, and, you know, they just, well, he just faked them out. Then the volcano starts to erupt, and they're all running. They're all running. And here comes this big uh, lava boulder, and it goes directly right onto Kenny. And then we get death number three, we think. Mm -hmm. But then Kenny comes right back out, saying he's okay for a brief moment, and then the boulder rolls over him, and he's dead. <laughs> ah, I wonder if uh, there, there's a, you know, there's a theme going here. Mm -hmm. hmm. It's almost like he was killed in the two last episodes. I wonder if they're going to continue this. Hmm. I know. Hmm. So then, you know, they start running, and... Some of the helpers are there, and they do the duck and cover move, and it kills them. So then they see that the people in the town made a ditch, and they're like, there's no way we'll be able to make it over. And then just as it seemed, as if they were doomed, here comes Scuzzlebutt. What? The real Scuzzlebutt. He exists. What? And then we see at the bottom Patrick Duffy to his leg, and he's like, "Hi, I'm TV's Patrick Duffy." <laughs> I love that. It's so it's so sad that it's not Patrick Duffy that plays him. I know. Him. I know. Oh. So then Scuzzlebutt makes a wicker basket, gets the boys and Jimbo and Ned in the wicker basket, and gets them over the ditch, and he basically saves the day. So everyone is safe. So then um, the mayor asks Randy, where does the lava go now that you've made the ditch? And Randy wasn't sure. 
we find out that the lava made it all the way to Denver. And <laughs> all the people are, you know, running for their lives and just trying to get away from this lava. So then the mayor goes over and she thanks Scuzzlebutt for saving, you know, the boys, saving the kids. And she offers, or no, he offers her a flower as a token of friendship and peace. Then all of a sudden, bang, Scuzzlebutt is killed. Stan killed Scuzzlebutt. And here's Patrick Duffy. No! Why, God? Why? The Tout's people are shocked. Mm-hmm. You know, that it happened. Um, and, you know, Stan, he, he basically says, I did this to impress you. Because, I, you know, you're my uncle. And Jimbo's like, oh, well, you'll always be my f- favorite nephew, Sam. And then he goes into this explanation of, well, sometimes it's okay to shoot and kill things, and then other times it's not okay to shoot and kill things. This is one of those times when it's okay to not shoot and kill something. And this basically confuses the boys, um, and they're just done with, you know... um, they're just done with the uh, hunting, and they're like, let's go watch cartoons. <laughs> Basically, hunting is stupid. We're going to go watch cartoons. Uh-huh. And that is the episode of Volcano. Oh, so much fun. It has it has an 8.0 rating of out of 10 on IMDb. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'll say this. I think I had a little bit more fun the second time around watching this episode than I did the first time. Okay. And I say that only because the first time around, you know, getting prepared for this, um, I was like, oh, okay, this episode's somewhat okay. And then watching it a second time, it's like, oh, this is a really good episode. You know? It it's not one of my favorite episodes, and I tell you why. I think okay. I think it uh, doesn't have the really sting that uh, later or or earlier episodes have. There's there's almost like something is lacking here. It feels like the humor is there, but the satire and the and the kind of common things are a little. Maybe a little too subtle, and I think the like uh, story with uh, Scuttlebutt or whatever is kind of weird. I I like it; it's funny, but it's not it's not up there with the two episodes we have seen before, in my opinion. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, what would you rate this out of ten? Well, like I said, being in a family where they do hunting, right? It, and then, like I said, watching it a second time, I I enjoyed it a bit more. I'll agree with you that I don't think that this was as good as the first two because the first two they, 
they were just gems. Right. Um, I, hmm, I think I'd have to give. I think I'd have to give this like a seven point four. Oh. It's a good episode. Okay. Uh, if five is the middle, I will go lower than you. I think I will give this a six point eight. All right. So we 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 have a, our first disagreement. Yeah. It, it only took the third episode. So. Yeah, I said it would <laughs> happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping it wouldn't be like, oh, okay, we're into episode twenty and we finally disagree on something. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't play with my strings of 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 comedy. Uh, the scuttle uh, butt thing is kind of uh, boring. I I I I think one of my like biggest problems with this episode is that it. It feels like it's not coming to the point at at the right uh, point of the episode. It's almost like it's a really contrite uh, storyline, and it tries to get to to a point, and the the finale is kind of missing. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I think another thing, and I noticed this throughout the episode, and I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. This wasn't an offensive episode. Oh no! Like, like where, where, whereas Carmen gets an anal probe is very offensive for a number of reasons, mm-hmm. and weight gain four thousand has its moments. Yeah. This one is almost like if you were watching maybe an episode of The Simpsons or King of the Hill or Family Guy, and it's not too offensive. And, and, and uh, I'm not saying that offensive is good, but uh, again, no. uh, but but it feels like it's almost not the South Park episode. If you catch my right, head. I can definitely see that. I, I don't I don't feel like it's it it, it is kind of South Parky, but I, I like the the uh, the inspiration from like the Hollywood disaster films. Uh, mm-hmm. Such as Volcano from 1997 yeah. and Dante's Peak from 1997 as well. And also, I liked like the short jokes that they had in there. You know, like like the whole like like the step by step joke. We yes. both really liked it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and the three rules of hunting that was really good. Yeah. So it's the small stuff that can make or break an episode. And I think the thing with the mayor, and uh, as well the video, uh, like... Uh, oh, the video is great. Yeah, it's hilarious. And uh, so, no, it's, it's, it is, it's it isn't my favorite, but it's, it's definitely not my least favorite. Right, right. Okay, now to the reception of this episode, and this one's a, like a little bit smaller, but it seems that it's more positive on this one. Right. Volcano, like the early South Park episodes preceding it, was viewed by slightly more than one million viewers, according to Nielsen ratings. This was considered a considered high for a cable program in the U.S. at the time. The Environmental Media Association nominated this episode for an Environmental Media Award in the TV Episodic Comedy category. 
However, the eventual recipient of the award was The Simpsons for the episode The Old Man and the Lisa. Okay, I didn't know that. Very, very interesting. Volcano received generally positive reviews. USA Today critic Matt Rausch praised the episode, especially the duck and cover films. Yeah, like we said. The advertiser called the episode outrageously lewd and hysterically funny. The Washington Post critic Tom Shales considered the episode funnier than its precedent, Weight Game 4000. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no! <laughs> Peter Halls of the Sunday Star Times in Auckland, New Zealand, said the episode was funny and intelligent. He said of the episode, Once again, the U.S. national psyche is imperishably captured by a crude cartoon. He liked the way adults were portrayed as less sensible than the children, and he particularly enjoyed the duck and cover videos. It is terrifyingly funny, for it is a word-for-word reaction of the Assane Atomic Bomb Safety Film, created and distributed in 1952 by the U.S. government, who never for a second thought it would work. And the Daily Record of Glasgow, Scotland, praised the episode and described it as hardcore humor. Love it or loathe it, you can't ignore the adult animation series whose bite is worse than its bark. Yeah. But uh, that's that's why I I, I don't feel like the bark was there, maybe. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Well, let's see. Um, The Environmental Media Awards is still going on to this day. Mm Mm-hmm. The Environmental Media Awards have been awarded by the Environmental Media Association since 1991 to the best television episode or film with an environmental message. All right, I'm going to their homepage. I I, want to see what they've done. Oh, oh, we got a big year coming up, bro. Uh Uh-huh. It's the, oh, it was the 25th anniversary. Hey, congratulations for an award that I never heard about. I know, right? <laughs> uh, uh, let's uh, see, maybe I can get the, the winners from last year. Yeah, let's let's see uh, if I heard of any of okay. them. Okay. They were honoring, this is who they were honoring. Okay. Don Henley uh, in music, Gwyneth Paltrow... She got the Green Parent Award. Oh, I know because I know why because her uh, one of her daughter's name is Apple. Apple, yep. Yep, that's why. Uh, Kristen Davis was given the Wildlife Conservation Award. Who? Van Jones was given the EMA Green Biz Global Innovator Award. Who? Zem and James Joaquin were given the Corporate Responsibility Award. Who? I know, right? And a special tribute to 25 years of the Simpsons' excellence in in environmental messaging. Wow. In environmental messaging. I'm so glad uh, that we're not talking about a podcast about the Simpsons. I would never, ever be on that. Oh, I know that I, and I, I might do it one day. I'm not sure yet. Why? I gotta, well, because The Simpsons is sort of like a first love of mine. 
you know, as far as... But it stopped being funny ten years ago. Uh, <laughs> agree, agree to disagree. <laughs> just say that. I will tell you what. I am actually watching uh, from the beginning again uh, mm-hmm. Futurama. I love Futurama. I think Futurama is better than The Simpsons. Well, I, I, I've heard that before. Have you seen it? Oh yeah, I've watched Futurama. It's yeah. a good show. I'm, I'm not going to say that it's not. Um, actually, it, it's sort of weird because, and and then I know we're getting off topic, but oh, then yeah. we'll get our thing. Um, like the first convention that I went to cover, they uh-huh. had uh, Billy West and uh, Phil Lamar there uh-huh. for the convention, and it was like that same weekend or a couple days after that event happened is when Comedy Central announced that Futurama got cancelled. Oh, yeah. Not a, oh, really, how terrible. Not a smart con- cancellation, by the way. No, no. It was really better not. after when it got... Uh, which network was it that got it after that? Do you remember? It, it started on Fox. Yeah. Then went to Comedy Central. Oh, yeah, that's right. But they ended it. The ending of Futurama is actually really good. And I cried when I watched that for the first time. Mm. I know that we're talking about something else. But yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to know what character i chosen? Yes. What character have you selected today? I, I uh, picked uh, something uh, from uh, the Tucker family. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I I picked Laura Tucker. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, one of my my favorite uh, things about the game. Let's go back to that. Is like the coffee shop uh, uh, scenes in the game. But uh, yeah. Uh, so there, uh, Laura Tucker is. Uh, Craig's mom. Okay. So, uh, I will tell you a little about her. Laura Tucker is uh, Craig's adoring mother and Thomas Tucker's wife. While she can be stern at times, and uh, their family is probably best known for uh, their love of flipping the bird, and her husband still care deeply uh, about their son. She and her husband seems to have uh, supportive of a stable marriage uh, even when other men in uh, town make fun of her. She is one of the li- less prominent parents even among the other South Park mothers. She became world famous um, when three totally unknown individuals leaked a video of her undressing uh, that showed cast a uh, thick bush in the public air that shocked audience worldwide. A video acquired 300 million views. She appeared on national television to speak out against uh, um, uh, drone crisis. And according to the minstrel, she bravely used... Uh, uh, she bravely using said bush to fa- fly and lead drones away. 
According to Jimmy Walmer and uh, news people alike, she would probably invest in some hedge clippers, though she and her husband disagree. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, she does have one life lesson. Yeah. I'll, I'll read the life lesson. Please do. You know, it used to be called natural. Completely shaving bald down there used to be the weird thing. But now, because I choose not to let society dictate how hairy my vagina should be, I'm labeled as some kind of freaking monster. <laughs> uh, a little information. Gender, she's female. Hair color, she's blonde. Alias, Craig's mom, she's... Uh, his religion is uh, Roman Catholic. Her husband is Thomas Tucker. Son is Craig's Craig Tucker. And it's kind of funny. Daughter ha- doesn't have a name. Daughter is called right. Craig's sister. <laughs> but her brother-in-law is Skeeter. And that's kind of funny because Skeeter is also one of my favorites. Uh, and her niece is, of course, Red. Mother-in-law is Grandma Tucker. And uh, she... Uh, Formerly was voiced by Mae Karg- uh, K. Berman. Now she's voiced by April Stewart. And she first appearance in Tweak vs. Craig. Maybe you can tell me a little about family. No, we have memorable quotes first. Oh yeah, we do have memorable quotes. Not a lot though, but some nope. memorable. They include, Don't just owe him, Thomas! <laughs> This isn't like Craig at all. I'm really worried. I don't think anyone wants to live in a world where police drones are monitoring neighborhood watch drones. I mean, where does it stop? <laughs> yeah. And and, uh, and her uh, yeah her family relation and uh, hasn't been uh, explored in uh, such. A, deep uh, things, but she seems to have a good and caring relationship with her son, Craig, and while her and husband may argue sometimes uh, where things are rough, they are quite close and loving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, you have some, do you have some bo- bonus factoids about her? As a matter of fact, I do. Oh. While many South Park characters' designs and voices have changed over the years, Laura Tucker changed almost three times. She gained a new voice in Season 10's Smug Alert, an upgrade of her old look in Season 12's Pandemic, and a totally new look and voice in Season 18's The Magic Bush. In her first two designs, she was the tallest recurring female character on the show. Her second design is still used in most crowd scenes. In the city part of town, she appears in most in most scenes in her old design with a longer jacket, but during the end montage, she has her new design. Ooh. Her original character model was reused for Billy Serkovich's mom in the two in the Tooth Fairies Tats 2000. She gets another redesign in Tweak X Craig. Aha. Uh-huh. Myths and legends. Craig's father, 
has red hair and his mother has blonde hair. But Craig has always been suspected with dark hair, brown, uh, like brown, uh, in uh, losing edge, and black in most uh, other interests. Since neither sh- uh, child, uh, neither child has blonde hair, some fans speculate that Laura's blonde hair is dyed. Hmm. And we don't know if the carpet matches her drapes. <laughs> No, we don't. <laughs> Very interesting choice today. Yeah. Why not? I, I took some of the le- like le- less famous. They need, right. they need their time as well. So They do. They absolutely do. Yeah. Um, well, well, unless we have anything else, we should probably start wrapping it up. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at House of Bill. I've got really nothing else. <laughs> and you can Facebook stalk him? If they wanted to. Yeah. I don't know. I feel a Facebook stalk you. So. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <clears throat> I know everything about uh, Bill. He does. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to contact me, ask Bill. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or, or you can listen to another digital citizen. We have our thirtieth episode this week. Oh wow! Yeah, it's good. Fast. Well, next time around, uh, we're gonna get into a very interesting topic that's still going today. <laughs> that is first brought up, and we have a first celebrity guest. Well, in the episode, anyway. Yeah. We'll tell you all about that in next week's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed coming to Shark's Pond with us. And until next week, for Fro, I'm Bill. Bye! Goodbye!